Since 1998, Stamps.com has been an indispensable tool for nearly 1 million businesses. Stamps.com brings the services of the U.S. Postal Service and UPS shipping right to your computer. Whether you're an office sending invoices and a side hustle on Etsy or a full-blown warehouse shipping out orders, Stamps.com will make your life so much easier. All you need is a computer and a standard printer. No special supplies or equipment. Within minutes, you're up and running, printing official postage for any letter, any package, anywhere you want to send. And you'll get exclusive discounts on postage and shipping from USPS and UPS. Once your mail is ready, just schedule a pickup and drop-off. No traffic, no lines. Cut the confusion out of shipping. With Stamps.com's new Rate Advisor tool, you can compare shipping rates and timelines and easily find the best option. Save time and money with Stamps.com. There's literally no risk. And with my promo code POD, P-O-D, you can get a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage and type in POD. That's stamps.com, promo code POD, stamps.com. Never go to the post office again. Hey, what's up, you guys? You are listening to the She's Going Places podcast. I'm your host, Taylor, and welcome back to another Wednesday. Boy, am I happy to be back. It feels so good to be sitting back down at my computer with my microphone in my room recording. Um, I've missed you guys so much. Let's just hop right into my going places and going nowhere moments of the week. Full disclaimer, this is about the 11th time I feel like I am recording this intro because I've had so many tech issues and so please bear with me I've said these things about a hundred times but we're gonna spice it up we're gonna really we're gonna really really try it's about 9 p.m right now we're doing great we're doing awesome let's talk about our going places and going nowhere moments of the week my going places moment we need to address it we need to talk about it because it has to do with the fact that I did not upload a podcast episode last week. And here's why. Last week, I had my bridal shower. Yes. Isn't that crazy? I cannot believe that we are in, like, the season where the, like, the parties start happening. Like, you know, when you're, like, getting married, there's, like, all of, like, the parties, like, bridal shower, bachelorette. Like, there's, like, things leading up to the wedding. And the fact that we've had our first thing is really making all this super real. It was the first party that, like, I wore white to, like, as a bride, so that was just kind of crazy. Like, I don't even really know how to process that information, and so my bridal shower was literally the most amazing time ever. My mom seriously went above and beyond for the shower. It was gorgeous. It was a bridal tea. If you're not following me on my personal Instagram, go check it out. I just posted some, like, super cute pictures of the tables and stuff. Um, it was literally amazing. Every detail was literal perfection. It was like all themed out, all tea, all gorgeous, lots of pink, which you guys know. I'm a big, big, big pink girl. Totally my vibe, totally my aesthetic. The flowers were beautiful. All the tea stuff was beautiful. It was seriously 
the most amazing thing ever. I cannot thank her enough for how gorgeous that was. And everyone, it was just so sweet to celebrate with everybody. And I had family come in town and friends from Sanford come in town and really just friends from everywhere come in and getting to go home. It was just really, really special. And Hunter came in town, which was sweet because we also celebrated our four-year anniversary that weekend. And then on top of that, me and my friends who came down from Sanford, we went to Disney that weekend. This is a big going places. It's like a going places weekend, not even a moment. And we went to Disney and it was so much fun for a whole host of reasons. First off, I got to go with one of my really good friends who's never been to Disney before. And that was just straight up magical to get to go with her. Um, we went when they started decorating for fall. So it was like Halloween-y and that was just like so fun. Fall is a superior season and you really just can't change my mind on that one. Um, I'm really just starting to learn that it's my favorite. And then lastly, we got the bride ears you know, the mini ears that are white with a veil, the the very ears that growing up going to Disney, I would make fun of people for wearing. Yes, my friends got me them and I wore them for all 12 hours that we were there. And you know what? It was magical and it was worth it. And I literally loved them. It was absolutely hysterical. We got to have so much fun. Everyone at Disney was like saying congrats about the wedding. And it was just like a really fun like capstone to the trip. So it was a big going places moment weekend packed full of like all the happiest things. And that kind of goes into my going nowhere moment because since my fall break was so action packed and so busy, I went into the next week absolutely exhausted. I was so tired. I was literally dead to the world. And so that one was definitely not the best move. Most people like rested over fall break or went and sat on a beach, went home and like got to catch up on sleep. And we were like, go, go, go up at 6 a.m. every single day, like moving and grooving. And so it was not restful, but it was totally worth it. And so that's basically the catch up on my week, catch up on life. It's always just so nice to get to sit down and like really talk to y'all and just tell you guys what's going on. It literally just like means the world to me that you guys even care about what's going on in my life. And so I just wanted to give that little update because I know some of you have been asking. Um, just a little bit of wedding, a little bit of school, a little bit of life. I'm over halfway through my last semester of college and the emotions are really starting to get there. Like it, it really is starting to hit me that like this whole chapter is closing and it's so fun that I get to like document this and like put this out on the internet for all of you to hear. Um, and so I'm just feeling really grateful. I'm feeling really mushy. I'm feeling all the things. But that's not why you're here. You're not here for the mushy and the grateful. You're here to hear about dating red flags. And this episode is literally so much fun. Because, you know, you guys know I'm recording this intro like a hundred times. Episodes done, episodes edited, and it's amazing. It's literally so much fun. And the reason why it's so great is because of y'all. You guys showed up and showed out on my Instagram to participate in this week's episode. Huge shout out to my friends Drew and Kenzie who helps me come up with the topic and really helps me come up with the polls. Like they really outlined this episode with me. In case you didn't know, she's going places literally takes a village. Like it looks like it's just me who does everything, but all of my friends are so invested and so helpful and they'll help me come up with titles, they'll help me come up with the polls, they'll interact with things on social media and they're literally the best and they're so supportive. And so huge shout out to them. We had so much fun um like putting stuff out for y'all to like give me your opinions on and you guys literally I think like seven or eight hundred of you guys like reacted to the polls and submitted stuff, which was just absolutely crazy. I have like never seen like that much like voting, I think on like certain polls that I've posted. And so we have a whole host of opinions in this week's episode. And honestly, 
it gets pretty spicy. I definitely put myself in the hot seat a little bit where I was giving some unpopular opinions about the um, red flags that I know I'm definitely going to have some people disagree with. But you guys come for spice. You guys come for my opinion. It's my podcast anyway. I can say whatever I want. This is just me being nervous. Um, so I really hope you guys enjoy this week's episode. It really is a super fun one. So let's hop into it. Red flags, dating. Here you go. right in oh I feel like I need to give like a background on like red flags and so if you don't know what a dating red flag is it's basically like it's something that like the other person is doing that you can look at and be like oh that's like a caution sign and so instead of like it being like a yellow or like a green flag like green means go it's like red flag it's like that's mm, something you should like really keep your eye on and so I wanted to do dating red flags because those have been like really trendy and like popular and it's like similar to people's like we'll say like oh that gave me the ick in dating but I feel like icks are a little bit more like casual they're a little bit more funny they're a little bit more random whereas with red flags they're like a little bit more serious they're a little bit more grounded like with an if you have an ick for something like you can get past the nick but if someone has a couple red flags it's like it's like you can't move past it the red flags that I had you guys vote on I wanted them to be a little like controversial like I remember there was one red flag where it was like he acts different around you than with his friends and it's like well that's obviously a red flag like I didn't want like people voting like a hundred percent yes you know so I wanted ones where things were going to get a little spicy and so that's what I did um some of my friends helped me Kenzie and Drew helped me come up with a bunch of these and I also threw in it's like I don't know. I threw in some fun ones. So let's just hop right into it and react. So the first one that I asked about was, is it a red flag if he is a picky eater? I think that being a picky eater has the potential to be a red flag because that just tells me that they're a, they could be potentially like more stubborn or they could be really stuck in their ways and they're like not willing to try new things um if it's like a medical situation like if they're like gluten intolerant like I'm not gonna be like it's a red flag that they don't eat gluten but like if this person is like not like does not want to try new foods granted this is calling me out in specific because Hunter is a very picky eater and I I would say it's a slight red flag granted he's amazing in every other way so clearly I've like lived with the red flag and I'm sure I have a hundred more and so I just thought that would be a funny one to start with well 28% of you said yes it's a red flag and 72% of you said no it's totally fine like you're good to date them um which that's like pretty expected like that one was like a good mild starter whereas like if you like really think about it it could be but honestly it's something that you can really live with like it's like the saying like he's perfect in every way but he's a picky eater yes absolutely clearly you guys know that's a choice that I've personally made okay next one Is it a red flag if he is rude to waiters? Okay, people felt more strongly about this one than I had originally given it any thought. Like, someone just suggested this one. I think, I think Kenzie Marsh suggested this one to me. And I guess I just haven't given this any thought because I've never really witnessed someone be rude to a waiter. But this is basically, like, if a guy is, like, mean to waiters or, like, rude or get, like, really frustrated with them... I could see that definitely being a red flag because that just like tells you like how he just like treats people that he doesn't know. Um, Also like this, when you have like a server or like a waiter, like they're literally serving you and like that's their job and like, or ooh, this ties into like if he doesn't tip well. Yeah, I could definitely see, and I'm not talking about like being broke and like not doing like big tips, but it's like 
if you're if you can afford to go out to eat you can afford to tip 20 percent and it's like are you really trying to save like that like a dollar and 50 cents when like a lot of times servers like make like a very small amount flat rate and they like basically only get paid their tips like it just like gives vibes like if they're rude or if they don't tip well that they're just like how they view treating other people and I might be you guys might be thinking I'm like over like deeply like psychoanalyzing this it's just like there's no need to be like rude to someone who's like working and maybe that tells me that they have never been a server or they've never worked and so I'm not surprised by this 86% of y'all said it's a red flag and 14% of y'all said it is not I'm trying to think of a, like a case scenario where I wouldn't view it as a red flag I'm gonna try and put myself into y'all's shoes Hmm. I just can't really see a world where it's not a red flag. Like maybe if the waiter is like rude too, maybe I could see that. Or if like maybe you're just having a bad day. I don't know. I just don't think and a red flag isn't like, okay, you can't date them, but it's just like this is like something to notice and like maybe if you like it's like three strikes you're out. Like if you hit three red flags and it's like, okay, no, 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 no. I think it's red flag. What ifs? Okay, next one. Is it a red flag if he doesn't have social media? Now, this one I loved throwing in there because I think it has the potential to be really spicy for so many different scenarios. And so the way I originally think about this is like, oh, he just like doesn't have social media because he doesn't care. Like Hunter, like Hunter has an Instagram, but like he doesn't even have the Instagram app on his phone. And the only time I think he's, like, literally ever posted is about, like, when we got engaged and he did that for me. Like, he just doesn't care about social media. And so, to me, that's just not a red flag. That's just not something he cares about. But it's, like, if you're, like, dating a guy or, like, maybe, like, or, like, talking to someone on, like, a dating app and you cannot find anything about this man on the internet, that's a red flag, in my opinion. Because, like, what why are they so secretive? Why is there nothing about them on the internet? Like, I feel like if you know the person and, like, you know, like, things about them and their character and you're dating them and there's nothing about them, like, on social media, then it's fine. But if, like, you don't know them or you met them on a dating app or, like, you've had, like, a friend of a friend, like, say, like, oh, this person and you can find nothing about them, that's definitely a red flag. I'm not saying that's, like, run, but just in like the day and age that we live in for me personally if you can find nothing about them like they never what they never made an instagram or like a facebook when they were 13 like there's nothing that just stresses me out because like why don't you have an instagram is it really because you just don't care or are you just trying not to post stuff uh, i had a couple people swipe up to like tag into this is like is it a red flag if he has an instagram but then doesn't post you and because i know girls get like really upset about this and one of my friends, because we've just been talking about red flags now, because all my friends have been so excited about this episode, and she was saying, like, it can be a red flag because it could be a sign of cheating, that they don't want to, like, post that they're dating you because they might be dating multiple people. That, I think, is sketchy. Like, if you're in, like, a long-term, like, relationship and he won't post you on Instagram, like, why? I just don't think Instagram's that big of a deal. And if I look at Hunter, I'm like, hey, post this picture on Instagram. He's just like, okay, here's my phone. Like, he just doesn't care because Instagram's just not important to him so if a guy is like super pressed about his Instagram and like doesn't want you anywhere on it I think that that's sign for caution and so overall for the question is it a red flag if he doesn't have social media 24% of you said red flag but 76% of you said it was okay I thought it would be more towards I thought it'd be more 50 50 honestly because I could definitely see it being a red flag 
Obviously, I can see these things being red flags because I put them up on the chopping block. Okay, next one. Is it a red flag if he, quote, can't live without you? <laughs> this one just makes me laugh because, like, you always hear about these, like, toxic relationships and it's like, where he's like, I can't live without you or I need you. And it's, like, more dire it's more extreme before I give my rationale here I'm gonna I'm gonna say I feel like I'm gonna I'm getting I'm gonna get a little controversial okay the red 72% of y'all said it is a red flag but 28% of y'all said it is not I agree with y'all that said it's a red flag and I I feel strongly about this one being a red flag because to say you can't live without someone that's a little too extreme for me I think this is when you like start tiptoeing into like this like gray manipulative this when you start tiptoeing into this like super gray super manipulative area where it's like maybe you guys are having a fight or maybe you're thinking about breaking up and he's like I can't live without you you can't break up with me or like I literally need you like what are you doing like you can't you have to answer the phone and so in general when you're dating someone like you each need to be whole people on your own and functional on your own and be able to live on your own and I think if you ever get into a spot where you're in a relationship and this is something that's being said like I can't live without you there's a little bit too much of a dependence there that's not healthy in my opinion do I think like at this point in my life as someone who's engaged if Hunter and I were to break up tomorrow would it wreck my world yes what I probably, I don't even know how long I would cry for because I'm a big crier. Yes, I would cry forever, I feel. Not forever, but you know what I mean. Would this like literally like feel like it was ruining my life? Sure. But I could confidently say that if I had to, I could live without Hunter. That doesn't mean I want to. I don't want to. I never want to do that. But I, I physically could. Like, I'm, I'm rational enough and I'm my own person enough and I value myself enough and I understand my own self-worth enough that I, I know I, I could function and I don't, I don't need Hunter. Does he make my life better in every single way? Yes. Do I want to live in a world where Hunter's not in it? Literally never. But I, I could live without him. And so I think if you're just in a dating relationship and this kind of language gets thrown around, it can be really manipulative and keep you in situations that maybe aren't the best for you or maybe a little bit more toxic, more volatile. And so this is just like a sign to like evaluate. Once again, just a flag. Just like a, hey girl, if this is being said or if you're someone saying this, I just, I feel strongly about this one. I just don't think that that's healthy. Next one. Is it a red flag if he gets passionate while watching sports? Okay, I had to be careful with this one because when I was picturing this, I was like, I wanted it to be more of like it gets passionate while yelling at the TV while watching sports. But I didn't want to like put like a negative connotation in the question. And so not surprised by this. 89% of you said not a red flag while 11% of you said it was a red flag for you. I think it can really go either way on this one. Um... Oh my gosh, I crack up whenever I see, like, the specific people who get the answers. Where I was meaning, like, passionate here, and maybe this was just, like, a weird interpretation. Passion and, like, having, like, a love or a devotion to a team I think is perfectly healthy. I think it's normal. It's when we start hitting the extremes where it is, like, if 
their favorite sports team loses, like, you can't even speak to them that night. Like, they're inconsolable. They're, like, throwing things. They're standing up and screaming at the TV. They're, like, they, like, their attitude change. Like, when it's, like, too much, I have a hard time with that. And don't get me wrong, not to call him out, but my brother was like this growing up. Like, such an extreme. And I love him. Literally love him. And so maybe that's what shaped this for me is I get, like, secondhand embarrassment from this level of passion. And... It's not, I don't even know. And maybe it's like the TV picture in my head. Like in person, it's like everyone's like into it and it's like frustrating, but like screaming and yelling and like sometimes boys will cry when like their favorite team, I'm sorry, it just makes me laugh. But sometimes they'll like cry when their favorite team loses and they like can't get over it. Like totally understand. Like if you need to have a moment, like go take a moment. But it's like when you can't compose yourself or act like an adult, that's just like it's not for me. It's like a little bit too much, but it didn't seem to bother too many of you guys. You guys said it was not a red flag if he gets super passionate. And so maybe we just, we just think differently. Next one. Is it a red flag if he cares a lot about how he looks? Okay. I think this is like the closest a poll has been, which I'm honestly kind of shocked, like how much there was like such a big majority with these, but this is the closest. Um, 39% of you said, yes, it's a red flag. If he cares a lot about how he looks and 61% of you said not a red flag. I feel like with guys, like if they start, like if they are like very vain, or they're, like, obsessed with how they look, or, like, it takes them longer to get ready than you, or they're, like, so, like, for example, like, they're so worried about, like, what they're wearing, like, like, if I, like, for example, for Hunter and I for engagement pictures, it was, I'm picking out my outfit and what I'm wearing, and we will find something that you match, (laughs) like, how you match, and it was, like, okay, like, just didn't, and it's not that he doesn't care about his appearance, but it's, like, where you're, like, obsessed with your appearance, and you're, like, that's, like, a big focal point for you, and I'm not saying it's okay when girls do it, like, that's not it at all, I just think for me, this is more of a red flag, um, where it's just, like, why are you so image obsessed, like, why do you, like, need this, like, girls, I feel like we all grow up being super insecure, and, like, like told that we need to be looking at ourselves and we get mirrors thrown in front of us and we get makeup and we're watching commercials and we're seeing tv shows and we're on social media and like these girls look perfect and they don't have acne and they're the perfect way and like you look a certain way so like I feel like girls like just like in the world that we live in are like built to be like insecure about something and it's not even their fault whereas with guys which I'm not a guy so maybe I'm wrong guys if you're listening please tell me if I'm wrong, but that's just not something as prevalent or as common, not saying a guy can't be insecure, but it's then it's when the guy is, like, so obsessed with how they look, and it's, like, I don't know, it's just frustrating to me in these situations, and I don't even know why, it's just, I'm reading this, and I'm, like, frustrated, I'm, like, uh, I just could not, I literally couldn't do it, a lot of this is my opinion, so, like, I mean, you guys listen to this podcast just to hear my opinions, but I feel like this is the first time where I'm, like, getting nervous to answer or, like, say how I feel. I don't even have, like, a good explanation for this one. I just don't like it. <laughs> I'm just being honest. Like, you can care about your appearance, but it's just, like, it's how much. How much should you care about your appearance? I'm not saying, like, don't be hygienic. Like, my God, it's a red flag if you're not hygienic, but it's just when it's the obsessive. You know what I mean? That one probably doesn't make any sense, but it doesn't have to because it's my podcast. Okay, this one's spicy. This was, okay, this one's getting closer. They are getting closer. 
is it a red flag if he says I love you in three months or less? What do you guys think? I think for me, this is a super contextual one. In general, and I put three months because I really wanted to expand it to make it like more like it could go either way. I feel like for me personally, from my own experience, I like when you love someone, the difference is, is like Hunter is genuinely like the first person I like actually loved. And so we didn't say I love you in less than three months. It, I think we said it like five months or something like that. Um, and that even felt kind of soon. But I really didn't even know what love was when I started dating Hunter. Like I was literally 17. Like, And so it was hard for me to like fully be able to say that because I'm like a a pretty smart and self-aware person. So I'm like, surely like, I don't know what this is, but for the time. And when we said it, I truly did mean it. And like, that is like how my heart felt. But even just like watching as we've like grown and matured, like I love him more every single day and that's normal and that's healthy. And it's like, when I think back to like when I told Hunter, I loved him when we were seniors in high school, I'm like, that's so embarrassing. Like I didn't love him in com- like I loved him so tiny in comparison to the amount that I love him now. And it's crazy to think like, oh my gosh, like I could never love him more than I do right now, but I'm sure on my wedding day I'm going to feel differently. I'm sure in 10 years past my wedding day I'm going to be like, oh my gosh, 21-year-old me thought I loved him. And so it's normal for the progression to happen. Super healthy, super natural. It should happen. But saying I love you in three months or less, I think you can do it. I think if you're older, I think if you're more mature, I think if you're in high school, that's just a no. I'm just going to make that blanket statement just because it's like if you, and especially if you've never been in another relationship, I'm, it's hard to make blanket statements, but I'm just going to like, if I'm giving you like benchmarks, that's probably like not the sign of the most healthiest situation because it just feels a little rushed. It's a little too soon. But in my experience in college, like, if you've been in relationships and, like, you know what you want and, like, you're really good with, like, your emotions and you're emotionally mature and you're, you've, like, you have love, like, you've, you've experienced what it feels like to love someone or be in love and, like, if this step in your relationship comes sooner and, like, the under three months mark, I think it can be okay and I don't think it has to be a red flag, but... It, anyone who does it, like, I do think it's, like, worth noting that it's, like, which there's another one here that uh, we'll get around to it. But it's worth noting that it's, like, if you're getting really defensive about, like, if you're someone that says, I love you in under three months, and then, like, this conversation is, like, making you super defensive, and you're just, like, how dare she say, then maybe that's more of a red flag when you, like, can't understand what I mean by it. Like, it's cause for, like, another look at it if you're saying I love you that quickly because like how could you possibly like know someone or know if you love them like these questions are very normal and very like mature questions Mm. I went on a soapbox about this the other day and this has nothing to do with this podcast but I want to throw it in here because I've had an epiphany when I was in the process of deciding if I wanted to get engaged at this age I really struggled with what I thought people would think about me. I really struggled with people talking about me or making assumptions about why I was getting married so young. 
and I would get really frustrated at the thought of having to like defend myself and defend my choices because I was so young. And I'd be like, well, if someone was 26 and got engaged, you wouldn't be asking them all these questions and they wouldn't like when people would be like, so why are you getting engaged? It felt like people needed, I needed to give a hundred answers. Whereas when someone's like 30, they only have to give 10. Does that make sense? Where it's just like, you have to really know, or you have to be like extra sure. Or you have to have all these extra reasons why it's a good idea. And that would just make me so angry and so mad. Cause I'm like, what's the difference? Like, it doesn't matter. Like, it's not as big of a deal. Like, why is like, one or two answers not enough for people. Why do I need to like have a hundred reasons why this is the best idea ever? And I would, past tense, get really defensive about this. But I've really had an epiphany about it recently and I honestly agree now that when you are getting engaged and deciding to get married super young, like I have, you do need to have more reasons than like an older adult. And let me tell you why. This is my soapbox. At the end of the day, you are 21 years old. I'm talking to myself. And, like, my brain's not fully developed. Hunter's brain is not fully developed. Like, that doesn't happen until we're 25. Like, there's an aspect to, like, this is, like, the biggest adult decision that I have ever made in my life. And I'm making it. And I made it before my 21st birthday. Like, I'm young and, like, a, a literal child. Like, there was, like, years ago, I was still a teenager. Not even, like, one, you know? And so there's an extent to that where it's like your age, no, it doesn't like define like whether you're ready and like there's different levels of maturity, but if there's people in your life that are genuinely concerned or want what's best for you, your age is like, is like a con in the situation. And so I do think that you do need to have more reasons why it's a good idea because at the end of the day, like, why do you need to be getting engaged right now? Why do you need to be getting married at such a young age? And so my laundry list of reasons trumped my age for sure. But I did need to have them because if I wasn't so confident and I didn't have a hundred reasons why it was a great idea, then I probably didn't need to be doing it. Like if it wasn't like an a necessary next step and if it wasn't something that I was so like I thought so much about and was so prayerful about like it is a really big decision for you to just impulse make and I think like younger people typically get a bad rap about being immature or making being irrational impulse decisions whatever and so I agree with the idea that you need to have like someone looking at you being like but why like why now why does this need to happen like you should have to have more reasons basically is what I'm saying when you're young because the truth of the matter is is that you are young and so why not wait does that make sense and so that was just like a personal growth moment for me that I just felt the need to share right now and so to tie it all back in it says I love you in three months or less you should be okay with people being alarmed by this because it is soon. And to say that you love someone that quickly, am I saying it's impossible? No, absolutely not. Like, I feel like if Hunter and I met now when we were older and not still in high school and we were four years more mature and like we, we were where we are now emotionally, I think we definitely could have said I love you in three months or less for sure. It's just at the time, like contextually for me, that just wasn't the scenario. Next one. Is it a red flag if he is a whiner? <laughs> this one just made me laugh because I can just, I can just picture all of these boys and these poor boys are getting a bad rap. And all of these I'm saying, is it a red flag if he, it, it goes back and forth. It goes to she, but 
this is just more applicable to me and like all girls listen to this podcast so it's more fun this way haha um if he's a whiner I think this is definitely a red flag because it's like why are you acting like a baby you know what I mean like I feel like it's this is such like a (laughs) I don't know it's like if he whines like if he these are supposed to be kind of funny but they're really kind of there's like an element of truth to them if he like will like whine about not getting what he wants or like when like his team loses. I'm sorry, that one just really sticks out for me. Or if he, like, whines when, like, he's upset or he's hungry or, like, to me personally, like, it's like that TikTok was like, I'm sorry, these are for girls. These are for girls only. It's like, I feel like whining is for girls only. Like, to whine, it's okay to be, like, emotionally mature and upset about something, but to be whining, which Ladies, we should not be whining, but for some reason in my head, it's okay for girls to whine, and it's not okay for boys. I'm sorry if that's a double standard. That's just how I feel. 87% of you. Oh, wait. I don't think I ever said the percentages for the I love you question. They were really close. 45% of you said the I love you, like saying I love you in three months or less, is a red flag, where 55% of you said it was okay. Just circling back. Just trying to do my job. But for whining, 87% of you said that that's a red flag. And 13% of you said it was okay. I'm looking at the people who said it was okay because that's just funny to me. It's just always so funny seeing y'all's accounts and, like, seeing how you guys feel about things. I literally love it. It's, like, one of my favorite things that I get to do with this podcast. But, yeah, most of you said it was a red flag, and I agree. And also, this might sound bad, but this just, like, taps into, like, I, when, like, I'm wanting to date someone or, like, be with someone, like, I want them to be, like, the more, like, don't get me wrong, you guys know, I have a strong personality, like, I'm not putting myself in a box right now, but it's, like, I'm a baby about things sometimes, like, I just am, and it's just not helpful for both babies about it, so, like, having a whiner is just not good for me personally, because I cry. Okay, next one, is it a red flag if he wants to get engaged within a year of dating? Dun, dun, dun. It ended up being 58% of you said red flag and 42% of you said it was okay. I think this is definitely the closest tie. Maybe not, maybe the other one was, but I wanted to throw this one in here because I just really thought it was a spicy one and I know people have a lot of opinions about it and a lot of you like swiped up and like gave me your TED talk about why you felt the way you felt. But for me, red flag... I'm going to say maybe, and here's why, is that, once again, like I've been reiterating, is red flag does not mean stop. It does not mean, like, end the relationship. It just means, like, cause for paying attention. It means unusual. It means worth having someone else keep an eye on it. I think when, and maybe this is coming from a place of, like, me now understanding what a marriage commitment is starting to look like I don't even know yet like you know what I mean like you don't know what it's like to be married until you're married and I'm gonna learn a lot about marriage and share all of it with you guys as I'm learning it but at this point I only know what it's like to be a fiance as I've been prepping for marriage and I think where this one is more of a red flag to me personally from my experience is Hunter and I dated for are gonna have been dating for like four and a half years by the time that we get married and for me it was really good for us to have all of this time to like really get to know each other to really focus on ourselves but that's because this was in like a season of time where we needed to be doing that like if we started dating when we were 18 and wanted to get engaged when we were 19 like that's like red flag city but like if you're 
25 and you meet someone and you're financially stable and you have a job and like you're able to be a functional adult on your own you have independence like you have all these other things figured out about yourself and like you're ready to like devote yourself to a relationship I feel like you could decide that you want to marry someone in a year so this one's super situational there's not a blanket statement answer for it but this one's definitely targeted more at my college demographic just because that's typically when this is like what I'm referring to is like graduating within a year of dating when you're in college or not graduating you know what I mean getting engaged within a year of dating when you're in college and I think it can be done I think it can be healthy and I think at the end of the day and I've gotten to have a really good conversation about this recently you can like literally like arranged marriages are a thing right and even in an arranged marriage, if you meet your husband the day you're going to marry him, you can still have like a God-glorifying, healthy, godly marriage because it's about your attitude going into marriage. And I've gotten to learn a lot about that and like learning what marriage actually looks like where it's just like literally putting yourself second to put the other person first and push them as close to Christ as you can physically do that. That's like the short synopsis of where my view of marriage and what I have been taught and so if you're willing to do that and you have a willing heart to like put yourself second, then I think any two people can make a marriage work. Like in the Bible, like relationships were not romantic relationships. A lot of times like it was like families, it was financial, it was like, it was not these like big epiphanies where you're like, oh, he loves me well, like I'm going to marry him. Like it was much more like government based it was much more financial. It just wasn't about love. And so like the context of marriage has definitely changed now in like the 21st century wow I sound like a literal teacher goodbye um and so the context is different but I do think you can have a marriage a super great godly marriage in that context I think where the red flag here is is that if if you're not like you need to do some self-evaluating and if you two are not super mature and you two are not really 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 being diligent in your relationship with the Lord and if you two aren't both mutually pushing yourself closer to the Lord, and if you guys are both not on the same page with your values, and you're not having emotionally in-depth conversations, and you're not having hard conversations and testing your relationship, like, you can be in the honeymoon phase for, like, six to eight months, like, if you, if you really, like, push it out. And so then, what is that six to four months of, like, a, quote, normal relationship before you get engaged? Like, that can be really scary, in my opinion. Like, I don't think I could ever do this personally. Clearly, I didn't. Um, just for my personality, like, I want to be sure that I'm making every decision right, and that just feels a little quick to me. I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm not saying it can't happen, because it totally can, and it can be totally amazing, like I've said. And I just think that for the couples that are getting engaged in a year or under or whatever that looks like, I think in the same way with, like, the self-awareness where you're getting defensive, it's the same thing with the I love you situation. If you are someone who's getting engaged within a year of dating, and when this conversation comes up, you freak the fork out, and, like, you are, like, super emotional about it and like really defensive and you like can't see the other side I think that's where the red flag comes in but if you're going into the engagement being like I know people are going to have really strong opinions about this and I know that they're this this isn't typically how it's done and I know but our parents are on board we've sought counseling and those people are on board we've really dove and you have all of the once again all of the reasons then I think that's entirely up to you and you can make, obviously all of this is up to you. You don't have to run your <laughs> marriage proposals by me. But what I'm saying is, is that 
you you just have to put up these safeguards. And so all of these red flags were more so of a place of like, okay, maybe we should take a peeky here, and maybe we should see if this is a good idea. So yeah, that one's spicy. I'm gonna get some flack for that. But that's my answer. Next. This is the last one that I put up as a poll, and then I'm gonna react to the ones that y'all submitted. Is it ever true that quote, they don't know him like I do? Wow, I love this question because you like hear that all the time where it's like maybe your friends don't like your boyfriend and you're just like, no, 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 you don't know him like I do. Like he's different with me. That's ringing a bell. Listen up. 75% of you said that's a red flag, whereas uh, I was about to say the number. Well, 25% of you said that it's okay. I think where this is an issue and where I'm going to say this is a red flag is that you shouldn't have to like defend someone's character to other people and if you are the only person seeing these good qualities that is a red flag because why are all these other people seeing that he's amazing or he treats you well why do your friends see him one way and you see him another yes there's a level of like intimacy and relationship like do all of my friends see all of the amazing layers of Hunter and I's relationship and like see like that like deep into like our emotional like well-being no but are they able to see his character in the day-to-day and does that align with how I view him yes and so when you're saying the statement like oh oh, no it's okay you just don't know him like I do or like he's just different with me is like why would you want someone that's different around you than other people like I know sometimes it sounds like oh you're special because like he's showing you like a softer side of you but it's like he's mean to other people but he's nice to you that's just like a heart issue and it's like I'm sorry like someone's default like you're not gonna sustain it like if he is like a jerk to his parents or oh those are some I've had so many ideas for this episode so I can only fit in a couple but it's like there's all these things where it's like if he acts one way with you and then a different way with another and you find yourself having to defend him that's that's a red flag because it's it's cause for you to have to look and evaluate and be like why am I holding on to this so tightly yeah be careful out there ladies okay Next, I asked you guys in this last section to, like, pop off with your dating red flags. They could be funny. They could be serious. I literally have barely read any of these, and so I'm just going to be live reacting to them. Oh, my gosh. There's literally so many. I'm, okay, I'm literally dead. Okay. Let's chat. If he makes fun of other guys to bring them down and make himself look more macho, absolutely. Why does anyone need to tear other people down to make themselves feel better? That is definitely a red flag. Overly jealous. I agree. That's a red flag. Um, eats salad without salad dressing. These are in no order. Like the funny ones, the serious ones are just all going to be, um, mushed around each other. Um, I think if someone eats a salad without salad dressing, that's like psychopath behavior, but I can, I, that one I can like get on board with. Like you can convince me that that's okay. Um, so I don't feel super strongly about that one. Mom still does their laundry. Ooh. Mm. That just tells me they're lazy. That's not as much of a red flag. I'm just like, okay. But that also tells me like mommy situations, which you don't want to get into. Um, Unkept nails, sign of bad hygiene. I completely agree. Bestie boys, if you're in college, like learn how to clip your own nails. Oh, this one's interesting. Has a bad dad or a dad who has cheated on his mom. Apple never falls far from the tree. I disagree with this one because this one basically says like there's no level of grace and there's no level of like choice or like he couldn't learn. I think 
it's definitely possible that like you watch that and like a lot of times like boys will emulate their fathers but making a blanket statement that that's a red flag like I don't really think that's fair to them because like they can't control their parents and their parents choices and so I disagree with that one if they take baths on a regular basis approximately once a week um yeah I just I don't really have a good reason for that one but boys taking baths is just a no-go for me Maybe, like, if you're, like, an athlete and you're taking an Epsom salt bath or, like, an ice bath, totally fine. But, like, you (laughs) – this is probably more of an ick. This isn't a red flag. This is an ick. But they go and, like, draw the bath and, like, close the little faucet and, like, get the water and, like, have to, like, touch (laughs) – I'm sorry. I'm just picturing avoiding this. Have to, like, touch the water to make sure it's not too hot before you get into it. I'm sorry, boys. You're not allowed to bathe. Some things are just for girls. Ooh, he has to be the smartest person in the room. I agree. That just screams insecurity to me, so that is a red flag. Refuses to help around the house. Completely agree. Men, we can do better. And I'm not here to, like, bash on boys. I'm just saying, like, if you can't wash a dish, like, that's a red flag. Because then it's like, do you think that you don't need to help? Do you think that it's someone else's responsibility? Like, what's going on there? Okay, constantly goes on about his ex. Yes, that's a red flag. For sure, lady. We don't even need to put this one in here. If he's still talking, there's a difference between healthy talking about their ex, like, in certain conversations where it's, like, necessary. But if, like, they are constantly bringing up their ex, why would you even want to be in a relationship with them? Like, that would just make me insecure. When he gets mad because you're busy and can't talk. Mm, I think this one depends. I think if you're in, like, a serious committed relationship and you don't make time for him, I think he's justified in being mad. But I think if you guys have communicated your schedules and it's, like, not enough for him or, like, he's, like, needy and, like, it's never enough time for him and he, like, always needs you on the phone, then, yes, that's a red flag. Mm, Ooh, bad with money, especially if he has a high-paying job and does not have savings. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, I, that's just not, I don't know if that's a red flag. That's just not attractive to me because it's just like, then you're just not responsible. And I'm just a really responsible person, so that would just stress me out. <gasps> oh, this is a good one. Quote, you are mature for your age. If he says that, then run. Okay, completely agree. Like, if you're dating someone older, don't, I don't want to get into the age gaps because once again, everything's situational. But if you have an, if you're dating an older man and he says that you're mature for your age, I feel like that's like a, that's a sign of something not, that you don't want to be a part of. But I feel like I'm really dipping into like a league of not my own while I'm talking about the age gap relationship. So I'm going to leave that there. When he acts different around other people. Yes, I agree. Um, I think there's a difference between like, like him being like extra sweet around you and like that being private. Like that's not weird. But like I was saying earlier, like there's some big differences. Mm, has a girl best friend that's not you. Mm. This, this question, this one, mm, mm, has a girl best friend. This is like the question of the hour. Can guys have girl best friends? I have answered this before and I have said no. And I think it's a red flag when guys have girl best friends because it's one thing to have these relationships, right? Like, let's say like there's always, there's always like the button ifs where it's like, we've been best friends since preschool. Cute. It's not about that you have, like, this best friend relationship. It's, like, why do you feel the need to keep that relationship? I'm not saying, whoa, 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 I'm not saying that you shouldn't have, like, these girl or guy best friends. Like, I love having, I won't even call them guy best friends. I love having guy friends. And, like, they are amazing people in my life. But it's, like, there's not certain things I'll tell those boys instead of Hunter. 
that's where this starts getting iffy. Or if you want to spend, like, I'm not trying, I'm not seeking out a lot of alone time with, like, other guys that are my good friends. I mean, it's different. Like, we're doing long distance. But it's more so of, like, are those friends, like, um, like, what are they giving to him that, like, you're not? And it's not about you. What I'm saying is, like, what is he pulling from those girl relationships that he can't get from you? Where that just, like, tells me that, like, a lot of times it tells me that he's interested. I just simply don't think boys can have, like, fully platonic girl best friends. I just don't think it's possible. And so I think when you're in relationships, if they're holding really tightly to the girl best friend and there's not a good reason, in my opinion... That's cause for alarm. Red flag. Rude to his parents. Absolutely. Don't be rude to your parents. Um, doesn't post you. I talked about that. Talks bad about his friends. Yeah, why would you be want to be around someone that's just talks badly? <gasps> Plays video games. Mm. In my opinion, red flag. I hate video games. It's That's not a justifiable red flag. Plenty of boys do it. Maybe video games just give me the ick. But, like, I don't think I could I could date someone that, like, actively plays video games. Like, video games, I feel really strongly about them. They, like, freak me. I, mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. That's probably a strong opinion. I'm sure lots of your boyfriends play video games and you guys have moved on from it. That's just simply not something I can do. Doesn't want to meet your friends? Yes, that is a red flag. Why would he not want to meet your friends? Doesn't respect his parents. Oh, oh, oh my gosh. He says that God told me in a dream that you're the one on the first date. Up, run, literally run. I'm sorry. I don't think God does that. Like, in my opinion, I don't. Mm, That's such a horrible statement. Why did I say that? But you know what I mean? That's just crazy. That's too much. And if that happened, keep that to yourself. That's not something to share. Like, if, like, God really revealed to you in a dream, and I'm like, are you sure it's God? But okay, God revealed to you in a dream that you're the one I'm sorry I would feel like a crazy like what person feels okay to share that like I would keep that close to chest like I would not want to be like opening that up to the vault that's just <laughs> oh no 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 okay police is your outfits and doesn't want you to wear certain things <laughs> to an to like an extent yes however if I this is just me personally I'm more modest than the average person and so I can understand how once you're in a relationship if you're dressing a little bit more (laughs) I'm just getting myself caught um a little bit more inappropriately on Taylor's terms in in my terms of like what would be something that would be inappropriate for me personally not talking about y'all for me like if I were to now be in this relationship with Hunter and for me to want to go out and like intentionally wear outfits that are more revealing I can understand how a boy would maybe be frustrated because it's confusing I'm not saying that it's like wrong or anything I just me as someone who's more modest I don't really wear stuff like that anyway but I can understand how that could be frustrating to him because it's like what are you doing like in the same way where it's like why is he holding on to a guy best friend like why do you need to go out with like all your goods hanging out like what kind of attention are you trying to get now for some of you if that's not the case that's not the case but just throwing that one in there ooh 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 oh my gosh wait these are funny okay cool number one no one will love or care about you like I do absolutely not that's literally not true or another one you don't know what you're doing mm, sorry like it's just like these sometimes these more manipulative quotes from the men which women can do them too um they just really catch me off guard 
it's just whenever a guy is like saying he's like absolute it's like no one can love you like I will or I need you or you are my part like these extremes especially if your relationship isn't like the most even keeled like if it's a little volatile yeah that's a red flag oh my gosh I told my mom about you after the first date <laughs> once again like even if you did tell your mom about her like I just that's just not something I would share you know, that's something I'd keep close to chest. It's okay if you're close with your mom. Like, that's totally fine. Like, I tell my mom everything. But, like, I don't think, like, after a first date, of course I would go and gossip about it to my mom. But then I wouldn't go to him and be like, I told my mom everything. Like, why does he feel the need to share that? Ooh, completely hides the relationship. Yeah, that's like the same thing with the not posting on Instagram. That's just a red flag. I'm not saying, once again, these are not absolutes, like dump him, but it's like, if you won't post you on Instagram, what is the motivation? Ooh, pushes your feelings aside. Yeah, that's just wrong. Rude to their parents. A lot of you are talking about their parents. Um, Yeah, telling you what to wear, <laughs> if they like feet. Nah, I think that's more personal preference. Um, <gasps> When they still snap their ex for streaks red flag instant red flag i'm sorry i don't i don't even need to know the situation i'm gonna blanket make a blanket statement absolutely not that's a red flag what who cares about snapchat streaks so much and even if you do care about snapchat streaks that clearly tells me that you have like a hundred other snapchat i hate snapchat oh my gosh that clearly tells me that you have like a hundred other streaks why do you need to keep your streak with your ex i'm sorry what that tells me not to psychoanalyze the situation that tells me that you don't want the streak to end because in the back of your mind, if you guys got back together, then you guys would still be able to have your super long streak. Because personally, I know people who have broken up and that was definitely like in their subconscious. That's what they were thinking of in keeping their streak. And it just like keeps your name on the forefront of their phone every single day. Instant red flag. Sorry, I don't even need any context. <gasps> Y'all are literally killing me. Three in one body wash, shampoo, and conditioner. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> that is so funny. Um, I don't know if it, if I, <laughs> I don't know if this is necessarily a red flag. Some boys are just simpler than others. <laughs> that one's funny. I'm moving on. Okay. Argues over text. Yeah. I hate that. Doesn't love his mom. Doesn't hold the door open for women. Um, I can see how that could be a red flag. It all just kind of depends on how you're raised, I think. Like, personally for me, like, that would be, like, of note to me if he didn't do that. But I don't think I... Eh. Oh, no. No, 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 honey. No, no, no. Calling me out. This one says wearing flip-flops. Y'all, I'm from Florida. Like, Hunter wears flip-flops. Like, I... <laughs> Maybe I'm just a little sensitive. I'm like, don't say red flags that actually apply to my relationship. Um, yes, uh, I grew up in a family of flip-flop wearers, but we live at the beach. Like, I'm not going to even try and defend myself here. I understand why it's a red flag to you. Like, toes are weird. <laughs> um, talking more than listening. Yeah, that can be a red flag. Talking about exes or other girls, for sure. Like, even, like, picture yourself girly twirlies like if you're in a relationship and you're like talking about other guys to your boyfriend why are you talking about them like for me personally if I have ever felt the need to talk about another guy that's not just like a friend like a guy that I maybe talked to in the past if I am bringing them up 
there's a reason and there's like a motivator like it's never just casual like I'll call myself out like it, it has never been like coming out of like a neutral place because that means I'm thinking about them and that it's true like mm, calling myself out but it's yeah just for the girlies mm. and so vice versa like if he's talking about other girls I don't it doesn't really come from a neutral spot in their heart when they don't know how to explain their feelings we love emotionally intelligent men um, I think this can be a dating red flag, but a lot of times, like, guys are not taught, like, how to, like, use their emotions or, like, express them. Like, boy, like, it was very, like, openly accepted for me to be a crier growing up, but for boys, that is just not the case. Like, they're given a completely different book, a different set of rules, like, not to be, like, gay men, but I will say when they don't know how to express their feelings, a lot of their times their dads weren't super great at expressing their feelings. Like, it's a more of a generational thing, and sometimes it's really not their fault. I think where the red flag is is if they don't try to, like, like, once they're, like, aware of it and maybe you, like, bring to their attention that it's, like, hard for you to understand how they're feeling, if they refuse to work on themselves, I think that's a red flag. But them just not knowing how, it's not always their fault. Ooh, God told me I was going to marry you. Wow, you guys are really hitting me this with my ex less than one week in. <laughs> Clearly, he's your ex, bestie. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Everyone is saying uses three-in-one shampoo. Y'all, y'all, <laughs> is this, like, a common one? I don't even know. When he doesn't like coffee, that's not a red flag. Um, when he's a worship leader, specifically drums. What? Okay, these are just getting a little too niche, ladies. When he says Saturdays are for the boys. Oh, if he's flirty with other girls, for sure that's a red flag. I've always heard the saying, oh, he just has a flirty personality. Because you know what? I have also said this about myself. When I had friends when I was in high school call me out and be like, Taylor, you're flirting with all of these boys. And I'm like, no, that I just have an outgoing personality. But if I'm able to do some deep digging, no, I was just flirting with all those boys. And so when you're in a relationship and he just has a flirty personality, like slap that flirty personality out of them. Like there's just no need. Talks down about his mom or parents. Absolutely. Goodbye. Girl best friend. Girl best friend. Girl best friend. All of you are saying girl best friend. I'm sorry. You just can't have one. It's a red flag. Messy car and messy bedroom. Wow. People just don't like the messy. Um, I agree. If I got to a boy's car and it like had like like it wasn't clean and they had like trash, like fast. I'm just picturing getting into a car with like fast food trash. That gives me the instant ick. Like, do you not care? And like, think about it. Yeah, this is a red flag for me. I'm sorry. Because it, that just tells me that they don't value nice things because like a car is really expensive and it's really nice. And so like if you're not taking care of it and you're like letting trash be all over it or like you'll spill things and you like leave crap everywhere. Like to me, that's just like a lack of respect for like a nice item that you have and that just like tells me maybe they don't value money or that they I don't know that's a red flag to me like it just being messy I'm also just a really clean person dismisses the things that make you happy or excited to talk about yes that's a red flag you should want someone that is like you should want someone that champions you and is excited about the things that make you excited and maybe this is maybe like you guys are really different and like these things like aren't exciting to him this might be more of like a compatibility issue where it's just like you guys are just not on the same page so maybe look into that if they just got out of a relationship and immediately want a new one with you I agree I think you do need time like to be single and to like reflect and I just don't like I've never been through a breakup but I just like can't picture myself being like this 
like deep into my relationship with Hunter and then breaking up with him and being like emotionally ready to hop into a new relationship. I know there's like scenarios where like for the last couple months of a relationship, you're kind of checked out or like things weren't great. Like I can, I understand the argument for both, but if they don't want to take any time to like really be intentional and work on themselves, I think that can be a red flag. <gasps> I love you just as much as my cousin. That's in a quote. That's a quote. Like that was said to a girl. Girl, I am so sorry. Are you from Alabama? Are you in Alabama with me? Um, That's horrific. Yeah, absolutely not. Don't run. Anyone with cousins, don't date them. <laughs> uh, uh, oh. Oh my gosh. Wait, I'm literally going to puke. If his mom says no one will love him like me. Uh. <laughs> I mean, that's true. Like no one will love him like you. You love him like a son. No one else can do that besides your husband. Like if you're his wife, like you're going to love him differently. Yeesh. The in-law situation is always a spicy one. Acts differently in a negative way when he's not with you, for sure. Like, if he's, like, on his best behavior when he's with you, but then he's, like, out doing things that are, like, in your opinion, out of character, like, that just might be his character, bestie. Oh, the hit when he hits you with the, you're not like other girls. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because then it's, like, putting other girls down. You know what I mean? I don't know. Like, I can see a scenario where, like, they've maybe been in, like, some more toxic relationships and, like, they, like, are finally with you and they're like, oh, my gosh, like, you're not like all these other girls that I've been with. But, yeah, I could see that being a red flag. Speeding? No, I speed. That's not a red flag to me. Um, If it is, sorry, Hunter. If he does CrossFit. <laughs> that's just funny. Okay. Um, Doesn't take responsibility for his actions. Yes, that's just immature. Um, makes you feel like you need to change when you are with him. Bestie, run. Like, that's just not even, like, a healthy relationship. You should want someone that, like, accepts you for who you are. Okay. Insecure. Always wants to look at your phone. <gasps> and controls who you talk to. Y'all, if you are dating an insecure man, that is a red flag. Because... I am just such, and this is once again, speaking from my experience, I am a very confident person. And if someone didn't trust me or they were like always wanting to check my phone, like, like literally people talk about this in relationships and I just like don't understand. Like Hunter and I's fingers like scan on each other's, my face ID works on Hunter and our, like our phones vice versa. Like I, there's nothing on my phone that I would not, like maybe presents that I'm getting from him that I want to hide from him. Like that I want to hide from him. But other than that, like I, if Hunter ever wanted to look through my, my phone, I personally wouldn't care because there's nothing to hide. But like the need, like it's all about the motivation. Like if Hunter just wants to look at my camera roll, because he just feels like it and it's not coming from like an insecure or like ill-motivated spot then like literally who cares but it's like if they're really intense about it or like they're really secretive about their password like don't get me wrong there's always privacy and like Hunter and I like didn't like look through each other's phones like when we had been dating for three months but like now that we're getting married like dear god I hope there's nothing on his phone he doesn't want me to see um I agree the insecurity thing is a red flag. I think, like, oh, there's obviously grace. Like, I have insecurities, and if Hunter, like, wrote me off for, like, my insecurities being a red flag, like, I wouldn't be in a relationship right now. But when he projects his insecurity onto you, that's just a red flag. But, like, once again, just not being able to, like, be mature enough to, like, process or, like, handle emotions, which isn't always their fault. But just because it's not their fault doesn't mean it's, like, not their responsibility to do something to fix it. 
yeah, those are all of the red flags that I'm going to read. You guys submitted so many, and I've literally been talking for an hour, so I'm going to cut it off there. But this episode, I think, was absolutely hilarious. I hope you got a good laugh. I hope you were enlightened. I hope I didn't call out, or I hope I did, call out a red flag in your relationship that it's going to make you think, because I want you guys to be in the best, most healthy, least toxic relationships possible. Um, I love red flags. I just think they're so funny. And maybe that's just coming from someone that's just, I don't know. I just think they're funny. Um, I hope you guys loved this week's episode. Thank you so much for the overwhelming response in like voting and like sending me responses. Like that's what makes these episodes super fun is when you guys are super engaged. And so I loved that about this week's episode. Um, shameless quick segue plug is that I didn't even get to say this at the beginning of the episode, and so whoever's still listening, you're no G, so this one's for you. She's Going Places just hit a massive milestone, and we actually just hit 50,000 downloads, and I seriously cannot believe it. I am so overwhelmed by, like, y'all's support of the show and love of the show, and it only has grown, and it only has done so well because of you guys, and I am just so grateful for each and every one of you who chooses to download these episodes week after week and hear what I have to say and like being a part of this community. Oh, I am just, I am speechless. Y'all are literally the best. So I just wanted to throw that in there. Thank you so much for listening. If you love this week's episode, please go share it on your story so more people can be a part of the She's Going Places family. Next big milestone is 100,000 downloads. Let's see how quickly we can get there. Let's see how fast we can grow this podcast. You guys, I'm just so excited for the future of the show. If you love this week's episode, share it on your story. Tag a friend in our Instagram post. Don't forget to go follow us on Instagram at She's Going Places Podcast. And as always, if you haven't yet, please go down below and give us a review. Leave us five stars. Tell me exactly what you think about the podcast so that more people can find She's Going Places. I love you guys. I hope you have an amazing week and let's go places together.